I'm sure that you have probably heard many, many times that outsourcing is incredibly important for business growth. That said, though, I'm sure you've probably also wondered how you know when it's time to outsource or hire into your team. And with that, I'm sure you're also probably wondering what you should even outsource first and ultimately how to do that. So if this sounds like you, then you're definitely going to want to tune into this episode because I'm sharing with you the mistakes I made when I first started outsourcing that I really don't want you to make in addition to walking you through three overarching tasks that you should consider outsourcing and when to outsource them. I do not hold back, so let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know we're keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, here's the thing. Whenever my business started growing, I kept hearing that I needed to outsource ASAP. Because the thing is, when I finally started growing, I grew pretty fast. I went from zero one-on-one clients to 12 in a matter of three months. My income skyrocketed and I actually felt a lot of pressure and anxiety around maintaining that, around maintaining that amount of clients, around maintaining that income and even scaling that income further. So that being said, I kept being told I needed to outsource, I needed to outsource ASAP. And again, this put a lot of pressure on me, right? Like I was already feeling pressure to maintain what I had built. And that was very, very heavy for me. So all of that to say, what did I do? (laughs) I hired on too many people to do too many things too fast. And (laughs) obviously I didn't think that's what I was doing when I was doing it. I thought I was being wise. I thought I was, you know, investing in, you know, the future of my business and, you know, it was going to free up a ton of time. And that's just what I thought I needed to do. But guess what happened? This actually caused a lot more anxiety on my end and actually made me feel a lot more pressure to maintain what I was doing because now I had people I needed to pay. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. Outsourcing is wonderful and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I just did it way too fast and I took on too much too fast. And I'm sure you're probably wondering, why didn't this work? Why wasn't outsourcing good for me at this time? Well, truth is, I didn't know how to run a team. I didn't know how to be a CEO. I knew how to be a content creator and a coach, but I didn't know truly how to run a company. And because I didn't know how to do that, 
even though I had a solid system for myself and for things I outsourced, it wasn't down on paper and I just threw too much at them too fast. I delegated too much too fast. Essentially, I hired a couple of people to help me out and they were both great. They were phenomenal, but one of them I just hired on way too fast. I really didn't need the service that she was providing me right then and there. Would it have been helpful for me? Yes, absolutely. But at the same time, I did not need it then, you know, and then the other person, I just gave her too much too soon. So what I needed to get done wasn't getting done efficiently or effectively, right? So they were truly both fantastic, but I had a lot of learning to do regarding leading a team and running a company. So to make a long story short, I ended up letting them both go, even though they were fantastic because I just felt the Holy Spirit telling me to like, hey, like start a clean slate. Like it is not time to build a team right now. It is time to really solidify some things. You know, you are just now growing a successful business. Let's chill out a second, you know, and regroup. So that's what I did. And then when it was time, that is when I started outsourcing one thing at a time, truly one thing at a time to gain my bearings and to gain my footing. And now we are a team of six, which so wild, but I share this to say it is okay if you've made mistakes in the past with outsourcing, or it is okay if you haven't outsourced yet. It is okay, you know, and I share these mistakes with you because I just want you to understand that mistakes are part of the journey and it's part of growth and it's part of learning. And honestly, if I wouldn't have made those mistakes, I would not be recording this podcast episode right now, giving you my tips and helping you understand like when the best time actually is to outsource, which we are going to get into right now. And with that being said, before we get into when you should consider outsourcing, I want to walk you through the three overarching things you might consider outsourcing. So the first one are personal tasks. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, you can outsource and delegate personal tasks whenever you have the means to do so. And honestly, this might even be best if you are brand new. Like if you are a newer entrepreneur, if you're just starting your business, you might want to consider outsourcing some of these things or saving time with some of these things I'm about to share with you before you actually outsource things in your business. And I'm going to be sharing with you why that is in just a moment. But essentially, outsourcing personal tasks can look like hiring a babysitter or a nanny or hiring someone to clean your house or doing laundry picking up your kids from school, hiring a tutor for your kids, everyday errands, you know, online shopping, random tasks that you need to get done. You can outsource those things. In addition, there are some things that you might want to consider implementing into your life that can really save you time. So one of those that I have personally implemented that I love is I actually do all of my grocery shopping online. I go to the grocery store every once in a while. If I'm right by the grocery store, my gym is actually right next door to the grocery store. So sometimes I just walk in there if I need to grab something. But most of the time on a weekly basis, I order my groceries from Instacart because 
It saves me time. And I am all about saving time because I'm going to tell you right now, time is money. Time is money, friends. And anywhere that you can work on cutting back on some of this time that you spend doing reoccurring tasks that you can easily just save time by shopping online or having someone else do it for you, I'm going to choose that route. Most of the time I am. And so for me, doing online groceries, (laughs) that has been amazing. Again, I use Instacart, but you can use Amazon Prime. Like I think they do Whole Foods delivery. I think there's one called Shipped. You know, definitely check it out. It really does save so much time. I highly, highly recommend it. Now, another little time saver is to turn auto pay on for your bills. I mean, you're going to do it anyway, so might as well just turn auto pay on. Now, a few other things is to find outfits that you can wear on repeat. So you don't have to think about what you're wearing. That sounds very strange, I know, but truly, if you can alleviate some decisions that you make throughout your day, even something's small, like the outfit that you're going to wear, you're going to have a lot less decision fatigue and you're going to be a lot more focused, which means you're going to save time. Now, another random tip in terms of like saving time is if you like to put on makeup every day, try eyelash extensions. I know whenever I was getting eyelash extensions regularly, I didn't really feel like I wanted to put on makeup because I felt done up enough with eyelash extensions. And that actually saved me a lot of time. And then my last time saver I have for you is (laughs) you may, you may or may not like this. I don't know. Try to eat the same thing every day and keep it simple. This reduces decision fatigue and it saves a lot of time. With that said though, make sure you are doing meal prep and or just keeping things super simple to where you don't really feel like you have to meal prep in advance or maybe even sign up for a meal delivery service. There are so many great options out there, but they all save so much time. So I highly recommend thinking about that. There are truly so many things that you can do to save time in your personal life and so many things that you can outsource with your personal life. So I highly, highly recommend taking the time to sit down and determine, you know, what you're going to delegate, what you're going to do to start saving time when it comes to your personal life. Now, next up, the second overarching thing I recommend outsourcing is recurring task in your business. Now, when it comes to recurring tasks in your business, I actually want to break it down even further. So I want to break those recurring tasks down to one, tasks that are moving the needle. And what I mean by this is that these are tasks that are going to directly bring in revenue for you. And then second type of recurring task are admin tasks. So let's talk about these. The very first one I mentioned are tasks that are moving the needle. So what are those? (laughs) Essentially, the needle moving tasks are wrapped up into a pretty little bow called my daily sales system that I teach my clients inside of Faith Fueled Coach Academy. Now, hear me out. This daily sales system incorporates active lead generation, it's communication, it's DM management, it's offering the sale, it's offering calls, it's follow-ups, basically things that are truly going to bring in sales 
into your business. That is what I mean by tasks that are actively moving the needle. And this is something that you can outsource, especially if you utilize the daily sales system that is inside of Faith Fuel Coach Academy. It is proven and it's effective and it's super efficient. Like it just works. Okay. But here's the thing. I recommend to my clients to not outsource the daily sales system. So things like lead generation, communication, DM management, things like that, until you have mastered it yourself. Please do yourself this favor. You will be doing yourself a disservice if you outsource this before you master it. Here's the reason why. This is a crucial part of your business. And at the end of the day, no one's going to take it quite as seriously as you will. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're not going to know if the person you hired is actually doing a good job until a few months have gone by and you don't have any new leads and you're still paying them. You know, you're not going to know how to lead them or direct them in this process if you don't know how to do that yourself. I have personally found that it is incredibly critical to learn how to do this as opposed to just handing it off to someone else first because you're literally talking to your people. You're talking to people you would be working with. Now, this is different if you're a product-based business versus a service-based business. Like if you're in a service-based business or network marketing, please master this skill first. If you're a product-based business, I think it's totally okay to outsource, you know, Instagram engagement or something like that because it's going to be a little bit different in terms of, you know, the lead generation strategy, etc. But if you are a service-based business, please take the time to master this skill, to develop a daily sales system for yourself and then put it on paper and then start teaching someone to do that, okay? Start teaching someone to duplicate how you do it. But you need to learn to master that first because otherwise you just aren't going to know how to lead them. Also, shameless plug here, if you are wanting to start or scale your Holy Spirit-led coaching business and learn and implement a daily sales system that is proven to bring in new clients like clockwork, then you need to get on the Faith Fueled Coach Academy waitlist ASAP. The castle doors are going to be opening again so soon, and I am so excited to walk the newest queens through this entire process, but essentially you're going to want to get on this waitlist because waitlisters get first access to applications and a discount. So if you want to check that out, if you want to read some testimonials, if you want to see what all is involved inside of Faith Fuel Coach Academy, make sure you head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash FCA. And I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. So after you've signed up for the waitlist for FCA, we're going to go ahead and move on to the second type of recurring task. And these are admin tasks. Now, what are admin tasks? Admin tasks for me look like social media management, graphic creation, turning podcasts into blogs, repurposing content, creating and scheduling pins on Pinterest, email management, things like that. 
Now, when I say social media management, now when I say social media management, I do not mean running the DMs just because that is part of the daily sales system. I mean actually creating and scheduling out content, planning it out, all of that stuff. Now, that being said, I really recommend mastering these first as well because again, You're not going to know if the person you hired is doing a good job or how to help them when you do hire them. So here's the thing. If you are someone who really needs and wants to hire someone to manage content, instead of just having them take over your entire account, like your entire Instagram account and your blog and your Pinterest and your podcast, all the things... Start by having them repurpose content you already have instead of just creating new content. In addition, you could also have them schedule your content out. Maybe you use a scheduling software for Instagram. Maybe have them schedule out all of your Instagram posts in advance. Maybe have them create graphics as opposed to actually just creating the content itself. So when it comes to content creation specifically, I highly recommend starting out, again, with either them repurposing content you've already created, such as repurposing a reel you did and turning it into a carousel, or repurposing your podcast into a blog or into multiple Instagram posts, or repurposing your reel and posting it on TikTok and Pinterest and YouTube and Facebook. Then you can also have them create graphics for you. Maybe they're creating graphics for your carousels or maybe they're creating graphics for Pinterest or thumbnails or whatever the case may be. That's another place that you can start. If that's something that you don't like to do, if you do not like to create graphics, hire someone to do that. And then the third thing that you can have them do first before they actually start doing everything is just planning and scheduling out your content. Um, This reduces a lot of time. Like if you are someone who batches content in advance, this works really, really well. And the reason why I recommend starting here and starting smaller is because they begin learning your brand and they get a feel for your voice as opposed to just them taking over your entire account. That's going to feel really overwhelming. I know it did for me because that's something that I really tried to do and that just did not work. I tried to hand over my entire social media account, my Facebook group, my daily sales system, and it just, it was a, it was very heavy on me and it was a lot uh, because I obviously did not know how to lead at the time or really truly be a CEO and run a company. Thank goodness I've learned since then, (laughs) but please learn from my mistakes here. Please just make sure that when it comes to your marketing and your communication, both one-on-one communication and your communication and your content, you learn to master that skill before you hand it off to someone else. I, I cannot stress that enough. It is so important. Now, there's one more recurring admin task that I want to talk about, and that is bookkeeping and filing taxes. I'm going to be 100% honest. This was the very first thing that I outsourced in my business before someone for social media, before the daily sales system, simply because 
I just did not want to mess with this on my own. So I actually hired both a bookkeeper and a tax preparer in 2020 because 2020 was the year my revenue shot up from about 2k to 10k plus months and I just knew immediately I needed a bookkeeper. I just did not want to fool around with that. I just didn't even want to try. Um, I did not want to mess anything up and I have been using the same bookkeeper and tax preparer since then and they are wonderful. They make everything so simple and easy and the whole process is just great. I love working with them. So that is something else that you can consider outsourcing. And for me, this was totally outside my skill set. So I just, I really needed it off my plate and it actually reduced a lot of stress and anxiety on my end. So if this is you, I would highly recommend outsourcing this. Now, again, this is what I outsourced first, and I would still recommend outsourcing this First, as well, if you are someone like me who, where the financial aspect gives you kind of like the heebie jeebies, please go ahead and outsource this. <laughs> if not, that's totally fine. And I'm going to tell you what you can outsource next if this is not something that you feel like you need to outsource right now. But before we get into the order of all the things, we do have one more overarching task that you can be outsourcing and that is number three okay and so number three are projects outside of your skill set so what do I mean by this I mean you know getting someone to do your branding having someone create your website getting a CRM like Dubsado or HoneyBook set up getting an email funnel set up like things that are outside of your skill set that are project based as opposed to recurring tasks Now, I'm just going to give this to you straight. I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be very honest, okay? If you have not mastered communication and your content and your DMs, if you do not have a lead generation system in place, if you are not utilizing a daily sales system, I can almost guarantee you probably do not need to be thinking about these projects. I'm going to tell you why. As amazing as websites and CRMs and branding is, You do not need these things to make money online. You do not need them. They are not directly tied to your revenue. So you just don't need them right now. If you are not bringing in consistent revenue in your business, you do not need these things. You know, you can have a system and a process that is very simple and does not require you to put any of this together. So please do not get caught up in this. I only just now in 2022 launched my full website and have my CRM set up. Okay. In 2022, remember back in 2020 was when I skyrocketed from 2k to 10k months. And one of the mistakes I made was hiring someone to do a project too soon, too fast. It was to set up my CRM. Okay. So at that point, I actually did not finish getting my CRM set up because I brought on someone too soon to do too much that I just did not need at the time. But now that I have it set up, I love it. I'm so grateful for it. Did I need it to bring money into my business? No, I didn't. I outsourced this and I set this up when I had some leeway in my budget and when I recognized that it truly supported the vision for the company. Did it always support the vision? Yes, I knew I was gonna have a website and a blog and a CRM way before I actually took the time and the money to invest into it. But instead of focusing on these things that weren't directly going to bring me income, because listen, your website is not going to directly bring you income. It's just not. Your CRM is not going to directly 
bring you income. It will help support that, but it's not going to directly do that. Your daily sales system is. So I spent my energy and time and money focusing on things that were going to directly bring the revenue in instead of things that weren't. I spent time mastering the skills needed to bring in the revenue so that I knew when it was time to progress, I could hire an expert to do it for me. I knew the importance of building sustainably, and I just really want to make sure that you understand the importance of that as well. Now, all of that to say, as promised, I want to give you the order of when you should be thinking about outsourcing these things. So number one, like I mentioned, the number one thing that I outsourced (laughs) was bookkeeping and filing my taxes. If this is not something you need, do not worry about it. This was just something that I knew that I needed. So that was crucial for me. But besides that, the very first thing that I recommend outsourcing are outsourcing tasks that are going to directly bring you income. But first, you want to make sure that you've mastered them. That is when you know you need to bring someone in to do it, when you have mastered it and you have a system and the process down, okay? So that is the very first thing. You want to master the daily sales system, whatever your daily sales system is, and then bring someone in to do that. Now, while you are mastering your daily sales system, if you are still needing extra time, you may want to consider outsourcing some personal tasks. That way you can spend some time mastering the skill set that you need in order to grow your business. Then from there, the next thing I would recommend is bringing on someone for repurposing content or scheduling out content or creating graphics. Okay, and so while you were doing this, I really want you to master communication, communication and lead generation with your daily sales system, but also communication within your messaging, within your marketing. I want you to learn how to actually convert your potential clients, because the truth is that there's really no point of getting people constantly repurposing content that isn't converting, right? So if your content is not converting, you really need to learn how to master the skill of how to convert your audience into clients so that when you do outsource that, when you do outsource repurposing, it's serving a purpose and it's being directly tied back to your income. So if you cannot tell, you really want to master the skills first and then outsource them as you develop a system and a process. Now, in regards to understanding the importance of communication, I've actually put together multiple episodes on the importance of understanding who you are talking to and understanding the problem you're solving for them, which ultimately is the first step to communicating what it is you're selling. And I also have a free resource that you can use to solidify this as well. So if you want to learn more about that, I highly recommend tuning into the episodes three, five, and seven. And then if you want the free resource to truly solidify this, you can go to bit.ly slash attract your queendom. And I also have that linked in the show notes for you. Now, if you are wanting to understand what I mean by mastering your communication, like with your daily sales system and with one-on-one communication, you'll want to tune into episodes 30 and episode eight. Now with this, please keep in mind that communication is the 
skill I teach you inside of Faith Fuel Coach Academy. So if you're ready to master it and go full time in your Holy Spirit like coaching business, you may want to head to www.hannahbrentley.com slash FCA to get on the wait list. Okay. If you are thinking about this at all, <laughs> get on the wait list, friend, because the castle doors are opening so soon and waitlisters get first access to applications and a discount. So all that to say, I'll see you on the wait list. Bye friend. Hey queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.